American fantasy and science fiction writer Brandon Sanderson wrote, Expectations were like fine pottery. The harder you held them, the more likely they were to crack. And I would add, the harder we let expectations hold us, the more we <laughs> are likely to crack. <laughs> right? I'm Craig. Welcome back. This is Illuminated Soul. It's interesting to notice how often our inner emotional state is attached to an expectation of some kind. We forget we even have expectations, right? But the truth is we have way more expectations in any given day than we realize. For example, by and large, most of us have morning routines, right? That are filled with expectations. The first being that we expect to wake up. <laughs> That's always the beginning of other expectations to hopefully be met. So we, we automatically expect to wake up. We expect to have our home standing, clothes and food. It's all there, right? And we just expect it. The car. Oh, that's a perfect example. You know that feeling when, when you situate yourself in your car, you're ready to get off going for your day. You turn the key and nothing. You turn the key a second time to start the car and nothing happens. You pause, and all of a sudden that slow feeling of dread, frustration, maybe even anger starts to creep up. You might even mutter something, oh, I can't believe that. Maybe even toss up a, a quick prayer to God, oh God, please, please, Lord, no, please, please. And this time you turn the key with greater force and intention, because surely it's just because of that, right? We're, we're just not turning the key hard enough. So the key turns and silence. And then the outburst happens, <laughs> whether it's internally or out, just all the, the emotional uh, waves hit us, right? In that moment, our expectation has gone unmet. And all the other expectations that depended on that expectation, the car starting, seem to slowly topple like dominoes. That's the power expectations can hold over us. And that's just starting the car, <laughs> right? I've had days where if my car didn't start, life was over. You know, I was like Elijah under the juniper tree. Lord, take me now. <laughs> it's just ridiculous. It really is. <laughs> I'm just laughing at myself over thinking the emotional, ridiculous, frankly, immature responses I've had just over my expectation of my car to start not being met. Wow. So take a quick look inward and, 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 and see if you can recall. Let's do a test here of how powerful these expectations and emotions are. Uh, see if you can recall any frustration or negative emotion you've had as of late. Just find one. And I want you to notice, is it attached to an expectation you had that seemed to have gone unmet? It's pretty interesting. I, I've learned so far. I'm not saying this is unequivocal and absolute. But so far, when I have whatever emotional sensation I'm experiencing, in the negative sense, I've been able to trace it to an unmet expectation. I had this desired outcome, this thing, and it didn't show up. It's interesting to me. Just 
ponder that. You and I, in, in those moments, you know, it could be we're expecting a specific reaction from a friend, a specific response from the boss, expecting things to come through, to show up, to stop happening, to start happening, you know, and may the odds forever be in your favor, right? <laughs> All these expectations. Expectation and hope, they're interesting. They're kind of interrelated, lots of similarities, but there are some differences between natural expectation and the hope you and I have as believers, as sons and daughters of God. There, is, there, there are some differences. I, I want to highlight a few that I've noticed, uh, and this isn't obviously uh, a complete list by any means, but just some things I've noticed. For instance, expectations seem to be focused on self. They'll, they're self-centered. Hope is focused on a person named Jesus Colossians 1.27, Christ in you, the hope of glory. Um, what else have I noticed? Expectation is set on what is seen. Hope is always set on what is unseen. We find that out in Romans 8.24.25. Hope that is seen is no hope at all, writes Paul. Who hopes for what he can already see? He goes on to write, but if we hope for what we do not yet see, we wait for it patiently. Hmm. And that tells me hope implies patience. Expectations? Not a lot of patience sometimes, <laughs> at least in me. I don't know about you. Expectation demands. Hope desires, yearns, and longs for. Expectations can ignore what's really happening in the moment. Have you noticed that? Hope acknowledges reality, what is in the moment, but it doesn't give up. It doesn't capitulate. Hope knows something. Expectation presumes. What else have I kind of pondered about expectations and hope? Oh, expectations require our demands to be met on our timeline. Hope trusts and leaves the timing in God's hands. Expectations are attached to a temporal clock. Hope is attached to an eternal clock. Expectation rests on our limited understanding. Hope rests on the spirit of understanding. So just a few comparisons that I've noticed uh, between expectation and hope. According to Thayer's Greek lexicon, hope, in the Christian sense, is a joyful and confident expectation of eternal salvation. So there you see the word expectation, but it's the expectation of an, of eternal salvation. And it's based on the confident expectation of this salvation and eternal life finally coming to complete fruition, uh, which fruition, which is the full manifestation of our salvation from the temporal and corruptible into the eternal and incorruptible, right? It's a salvation from the confines and burdens of time as we know it uh, to time as God knows it, eternal time, which literally means time out of mind. Wow, that's a mind blower. <laughs> that's wild. But what, 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 what's being highlighted there is um, the expectation attached with that hope. It's realizing that we truly are hoping in something we have yet to see. Right, And that's the return of Jesus Christ. 
is absolute arrival and all that that implies. We'll unpack that a little later. So it is the, the God of hope that we love and trust who fills us with hope. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing so that by the power of the Holy Spirit, you may abound in hope. That's Romans 15, 13. And this hope is an anticipation with pleasure. It's a confidence and can even mean faith. As it's been said, frustration is built by unmet expectations. And I would like to add so are many other emotions like bitterness, resentment, anger, disappointment, on and on. Frustration is built by unmet expectations. So what can we do? How about we take ownership and address them? There are some helpful questions we can ask ourselves when we see a negative emotional pattern popping up in our lives. It's a way to meet our unmet expectations, as I like to call it. So it's only six questions. I'll put these on the Illuminated Soul Facebook page for you. But when, when I'm going through something, and there's a pattern, what I mean is uh, it's, it's been around for a few days and doesn't seem to be going anywhere. It might even seem to be building or just, you know, remaining a nice low current, a hum in me of agitation, frustration, whatever it is. Well, right there is a good opportunity to pause and first ask, hmm, do I have an expectation that's gone unmet? And then write it down. This is a writing exercise. Write it down. What unmet expectation do I have? Number two, what emotions do I have in relation to this unmet expectation? What emotional sensations? What am I feeling in regards to this unmet expectation? What conclusions about God, others, or myself have I come to based on those feelings and that unmet expectation? That's kind of like emotional reason, reasoning, right? This didn't happen. Because of that, I feel like this, and that means life is like this, fill in the blank, or I am like this, or God is like this. You know, He's not for me because this expectation didn't come to fruition. So God is against me. I've done that. Have you? Uh, question number four, what vows or lies have I believed in based on these conclusions? I kind of tipped that already. We end up believing certain things, right? Uh, this didn't happen, so that means God feels like this towards me. Or this expectation wasn't met, so that must mean I'm a loser. And so, and we do this so quickly, we don't even realize it. And we end up believing a, in these lies about ourselves or life or God. We don't mean to. It just happens so fast. Another question uh, regarding addressing unmet expectations. After all of that, ask yourself, who am I angry with? Let's just get real with what we feel. Am I angry with God, myself, others? Oftentimes, it's all three. <laughs> and then finally, a question that I, uh, I think is always helpful. What am I afraid of? If this expectation goes unmet, well, what are you afraid of? Let's say... It does go unmet. What does that really mean? It, especially in, in the light of the reality that as a son and daughter of God, we don't set our mind and heart on expectation. We set it on a deeper thing called hope, hope in the Lord. Again, I'll have those on the, the uh, Illuminated Soul Facebook page. And then after those questions, confess. Get with God. Get with a friend if you need to. Repent. Ask for forgiveness and deliverance. My personal definition of deliverance here is when we exchange one of our thoughts for one of God's thoughts. You know, we abide in his word. We will know the truth and the truth will set us free.
So when we let go of expectations, what we are really letting go of is the attachment we have to a specific outcome. That's the real thing. We want a specific manifestation, a specific result, a specific outcome. And that's what we're really attached to. And you can see how that can be a recipe for emotional angst, being overwhelmed. But in letting go and taking hold of hope, namely Jesus, who is present with us now in spirit and who will be physically present with us one day, when we draw our attention to hope, we, we then embrace mystery and wonder. The pressure of deadlines and demanded outcomes lessen or disappear altogether. And all of those emotional uh, the, the, the um, emotional outbursts <laughs> that go along with those unmet expectations. In taking hold of our God of hope, we acknowledge we are not in control. And we get to trust in Jesus. He is our desired outcome. Is, isn't he? the Our ultimate desired outcome is a face-to-face -face encounter with him. He is our hope. He is the hope that doesn't disappoint. <laughs> Hebrews 6, 18, 20 reminds us that this hope is focused on what lies ahead on the unseen. God has given, it reads, God has given both his promise and his oath. These two things are unchangeable because it is impossible for God to lie. Therefore, we who have fled to him for refuge can have a great confidence as we hold to the hope that lies before us. See, expectations, remember I said it's on our timeline, now, 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 we have to see it now. But our hope is set on what is unseen, it's something that still lies before us. And Hebrews 6, 18 through 20 goes on to read, This hope is a strong and trustworthy anchor for our souls. Isn't that beautiful? You see, expectation cannot anchor our soul, your soul or my soul. It doesn't steady our minds our wills, and our emotions. But this hope, this strong and trustworthy anchor that we have for our souls, that's the real thing. It's Jesus. It leads us through the curtain into God's inner sanctuary. And Jesus has already gone in there for us. <laughs> it's beautiful. We actually have a hope that anchors our soul. Oh my goodness. It anchors my mind and my emotions that can be so topsy-turvy at times. And my will, I'm so thankful for that. So be encouraged with, with that hope that is the anchor of your soul. I want to end with a prayer inspired from Romans 5 or 15, 14. So I pray, may the God of hope, the inspiration and fountain of hope, the source of all hope, the hope of the nations, fill you with all joy and peace in believing so that you will abound, bubble over, brim over, and radiate with and in hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen.